This is Toastcaster, podcast for Toastmasters. Your host, Greg Gazin. Episode 76, Being a District Social Media Manager with our guest, Glenda Sheard. Hello and welcome everyone to the latest edition of Toastcaster podcast for Toastmasters. We have another special guest in our episode today. All of our guests are special, right? <laughs> today we have Glenda Sheard. She's a Toastmaster from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Actually, Sherwood Park, she'd probably say. She's been a Toastmaster for eight years. Newly minted, distinguished Toastmaster this past July. She's a member of Morning Challengers in Sherwood Park and an advanced club, the Accelerators, in Edmonton. She's also a keynote workshop presenter, a facilitator, a trainer, and a fundraiser, and she's also very, very busy in Toastmasters this year because in District 99, she is the social media manager. Welcome, Glenda. Hi, Greg. It's so great to be here with you today on the Toastcaster podcast. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Well, thanks for spending the time today. You're the social media manager for District 99. Now, that's something, social media manager is not something that's officially recognized by Toastmasters, but I think we all know social media is absolutely critical these days in any organization. So perhaps you can share with us what is it exactly that you do and how does it integrate with the rest of the team, given that social media is typically under the public relations manager position? Thanks for asking that question, Greg. I have the honor of working with, of course, our District 99 marketing and public relations team. And we have a quite a big job this year because, of course, being the new District 99 Toastmasters, you're starting all of your social media platforms basically from, from zero, and you really don't have much engagement or presence. So that's what our team has been working really hard on, building our website to suit the needs of, of all of our members, as well as increasing our presence in the Toastmaster world as District 99 Toastmasters. For those of you out there, District 99 became District 99 last July when District 42, which was over 300 clubs covering Alberta and Saskatchewan, Canada, split into two. And I believe District 99 has roughly about half the club, so it's about 150 clubs. Yes, we've got about 150 clubs with approximately 3,000 members, but we are working hard to, of course, increase our our clubs, and we've recently just chartered a couple new clubs as well. Excellent. As a social media manager, do you report to the PR manager, do you, or do you report to someone else on the district trio? How does that work? I report to our club growth director, Glenn Walker, because marketing is part of his portfolio. But I also work closely with our public relations manager, Kathy Flett, as well as our webmaster, Danny Hardy. So the four of us are working together to increase, again, brand awareness as well as brand loyalty within all of our clubs in District 99. Now, I know it's still pretty early, but how in general has, do you feel that social media has impacted your district? That is a great question. We have a presence, and and of course you would know, Greg, you've really got to work it, and it's, it's so gratifying to be able to see that we are increasing our followers on 
Twitter as well as on LinkedIn, and we're engaging our members and our, our area directors, our all of our Toastmasters in, in District 99. It is, in the beginning, a challenge because you have to get people to recognize that there is an importance to utilizing our hashtag which is D99TM, as well as using the Toastmasters hashtag because that is something that, of course, Toastmasters across the globe all have in common. <laughs> I guess I jumped the gun. It might have been a better idea for me to ask you what platforms because there are thousands and thousands of platforms out there. So which of the social media platforms are you using? I'm assuming Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Which ones are, are you using? Which ones are you focusing on? Right now, I'm focused, really focused on Facebook and on Twitter, but we've all, we're also on LinkedIn, and we also are starting to upload a lot more videos to YouTube as well. So we're reviewing how our statistics are on those social media platforms, as well as looking at other platforms, oh, as well as Instagram and potentially Snapchat. We also are doing some live videos. Some of our, our leadership team have been doing live videos on Facebook as well as webinars. Excellent. So what are some of the other things you're posting to Facebook? Do you have a regiment? Do you have a method that you use? What types of strategies are you using for Facebook? As a new district, we've got to focus, of course, on what the mission of District 99 is as well as what our members are doing and what our clubs need. So I really focus on Facebook as well as Twitter is informing our members about upcoming club officer training or during contest season. It is really, really a busy busy time keeping all of the clubs and area directors, division directors informed, but also it's really important about building the relationships on Facebook, Twitter, on, on all of our social media platforms to engage with other Toastmasters across the world because they're all doing different things and we can learn from a lot of Toastmaster districts and bring it back to potentially to our district. That's great. So not only are you sharing within your district, but you're also encouraging people from other districts and even people who are potential Toastmasters to participate in the forums and in the Facebook platform. Absolutely. One of the most exciting things that I had personally discovered last year when I was helping to look after the social media for our former district, District 42, was when I had discovered that we had Toastmaster clubs from other parts of the world, Patone Toastmasters being one of them uh, there in Australia. And then we started to increase our following and interacting with clubs, whether it be in Las Vegas or in England. And again, we have that commonality. We're all Toastmasters and we're all looking to whether it's build our confidence or increase and enhance our leadership skills, our public relations skills. So I I really find it exciting to be able to engage with other districts, but it's also really exciting to watch our Toastmasters from District 99 engage with the districts and, and fellow Toastmasters across the globe. 
That's actually great because, I mean, we seem to travel a lot or we, we take holidays. I know myself, whenever I travel, I'm always looking for a Toastmasters club. And, of course, if they're participating in the district Facebook pages, then they can see what's going on and say, hey, you know what? If we're thinking of going to Edmonton or we're thinking of going to Vancouver or thinking of going to Australia, it looks like this district is certainly having a lot of fun. And, oh, by the way, it looks like there's some event happening. So if perhaps I delay my holiday another week or two, then I can go and participate in this event. What a great point that you've brought up, Greg. I haven't got to travel a lot over the last several years, but it is one of the first things that I thought about when I'm traveling to Vancouver in 2017 for the Toastmasters International Conference is being able to spend some time, of course, in Vancouver at the conference and also looking for a club that I will be able to uh, check out. And another thing about what you just said is it is so exciting when we get emails at our club, or I've heard this from other club members, they are, and they've got somebody coming that's from um, the Ukraine that's a Toastmaster club, or from Japan or Singapore. And also having the relationships, I know I have a relationship with Toastmasters across the globe on Facebook that I have yet had the honor and pleasure of meeting. I certainly agree. I remember going to San Francisco. I had a conference at the Moscone Center in in San Francisco one year, and I remember putting the feelers out. I sent out a number of emails, and ironically, I got three responses, and they were all from the same club, and it turned out, I said to them, okay, this is the conference I'm going to. This is where I'm staying. This is the dates. And it turned out that there was a meeting 30 minutes after my last session on the last day of my conference. And it was like two blocks away from where I was. And it was incredible. And we had a great time and they invited me in and they actually fed me. They wouldn't accept my money. They said Canadian money is no good here, which I thought was amazing. Because I was certainly <laughs> happy. I was certainly happy to participate. And I was the A counter A because I was like from Canada A. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it was absolutely phenomenal. I got to meet some great people. I got to see a different club meeting. And then after the event, we all went out and had a nice evening together. And what's really great is you get you get to find out about some incredible places and you get to find out where all the, the best places to go that the, that the locals go to that maybe sometimes the people visiting aren't aren't made aware of. But I'm kind of digressing from, from the social media. So I think it's it's great the fact that you can find a lot of information. It's great that we're, you get participation. I guess I digressed a little bit. We were talking about Facebook. What about Twitter? How is the district using Twitter? And you started to mention hashtags. So maybe for those people who may not be that familiar with Twitter, maybe share a little bit about how that works and why you use the hashtags and how they work. When you start a social media presence from basically from zero, when you just build your Twitter account and you've got to get it out there, to get some followers, right? Fellow Toastmasters, of course, in District 99, but Toastmasters, any Toastmasters, we're all looking for new members for new clubs. So something that I find really, really important is the importance of hashtags. Ours being hashtag D99TM, again, hashtag Toastmasters, but also using locations. You had mentioned that, yes, of course, I'm a Morning Challengers Toastmaster from Sherwood Park, Alberta, Canada. In any of the posts that I use for, of course, my local club, I always use hashtag SHPK, which represents Sherwood Park. So something that we've been working really hard on is 
for all of our followers to get them to understand the importance of using hashtags. Again, it's that that commonality, that hashtag of Toastmasters. We're so fortunate to be able to use that hashtag because Toastmasters International, of course, is branding Toastmasters for all of us. Now, one of the things, it's really great when people like something, but how important it is, it's absolutely imperative when people share because what is social media all about? Capturing a new audience. It's like the Clairol commercial for some people that may remember it. It's about and so on and so on. So when I share it and then you share it and then the next person share it, shares it, we are potentially picking up new followers. Right. It's like you tell two friends and they tell two friends, except with something like Twitter. If you happen to have a thousand followers and perhaps someone else has 5,000 followers and they share if they share what they find, if they find of interest, or they even comment on it and say, this is a really good piece of information, I learned a lot from this, or give some kind of commentary, they can in turn turn around, they can share with their 5,000 followers, which can turn out to really make the message, really get that message out and have it go viral even. That's absolutely correct, Greg. And it's something that has really, really helped us at District 99 is by picking up new followers, right? By, if we're posting information, an example, we, one of our, I believe it was, yes, it was Glenn Walker, our club growth director, had recently did a webinar and we shared it on our social media platforms. And I couldn't believe it. How many people, yes, lots of people liked it, but how many people shared it? And from the share of really good content, really good information, we've picked up new followers, as well as engaged in direct conversations with other Toastmasters about the importance of coaching club. And I guess the other thing, of course, in terms of promoting Toastmasters is it's not just about, hey, come to this Toastmaster club, or hey, we're going to be, or hey, you know, we want to improve your public speaking, but Toastmasters is about communication, it's about leadership, it's about building confidence. And perhaps let's say there was a webinar or there was some kind of a really cool article on improving job search skills. That's what you can share and just say, hey, you know what, here's a really cool article, not just about Toastmasters, but about learning how to ace a job interview, for example, which I think could be pretty important these days, especially with the economy. That's something that, again, going back when we first started with building our social media for District 99, Of course, we didn't have a lot of our own content yet. So I know a number of us were focused on, okay, here's a great, great interview that Toastmasters International has uh, posted about Darren LaCroix. And what did we do? Of course, we posted that on our social media. And then if you build more relationships with fellow Toastmasters or public speakers across the globe and you're sharing their content. But as we started to build our own really good content, we also found that other districts and other Toastmasters and other professional speakers were following us and sharing our content as well. It grows. It makes the content endless. There might even be a really good podcast or two people can listen to as well, right? 
there's the Toastcaster <laughs> podcast, of course. With a, I have learned so much, Greg, from the interviews that they you have done on the Toastcaster podcast. Again, I am so inspired because there's one more social media medium that we can utilize. And it, and as speakers, as leaders, it gives us, like I say, an opportunity to get our voice out about our passion, about Toastmasters or whatever it is that you have been interviewing people about. <laughs> Thanks for that shameless plug, right? <laughs> Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. I appreciate that. There's also the official Toastmasters podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed doing the podcast, but also thank you for sharing that as as well. I've been watching you on the social media platforms. I think that you've really raised the profile of, of District 99 and raised the profile of, of Toastmasters. It seems that you take up, it must take a lot of your time to do this. <laughs> Well, yes, as a matter of fact, and I know that you would know that very, very well. Social media can take uh, a lot of time, but as you learn to use different platforms, in the beginning I was posting one post on Facebook and then another post on, on Twitter and then learned that there are social media platforms that you can make one post and then it'll spread it all across your social media platforms. So it's it it takes a lot of time, but it also is it's really rewarding. I know that we're promoting our members, our clubs, our and our district ninety nine to the world. And it's like I say, it's really gratifying, Greg. I know it is. It's kind of funny because, yes, it's, it is time-consuming, but it's also a lot of fun. And I was just thinking back in the early days in District 42, and I still remember trying to get our district started on Facebook and Twitter and, and things like that. And the funny thing is, is that when I said, you know, we really need to get our district on Twitter, we really th- need to get some followers. And the big question was, what's Twitter? And we've come a long way since there, since that time. People are Toastmasters, people all across the globe are more and more acknowledging and recognizing how important that social media is. We're seeing changes, significant changes to our media industry, whether it be print or or radio or television. And of course, social media, as you know better than most, Greg, is really something that Regardless of your age, of your gender, it's something that we all really need to pay attention to. But we had been talking earlier about you can't stay on top of it all. It's all you can do is the best that you're doing on and stay focused on the platforms that you are utilizing. Absolutely. And I know that at the recent District 99 conference in terms of getting people engaged or creating awareness or even getting people trained in terms of how to use social media and some of the do's and don'ts. Uh, Mark Hain, our former public relations manager, he did a session on social media. I think it was at social media. It was called The Seven Deadly Sins of Social Media. And thanks so much for bringing up Mark Hain. That gentleman is someone that is truly a mentor to me. That's how I became involved last year with District 42 Social Media. He established some of the greatest hashtags 
Hashtag <laughs> leaders learn. Hashtags members matter. That's great. Next time I talk to Mark, I think I'll be speaking to him in a little while here, but I'm going to call him the hashtag master. The hashtag master, and that's something that, again, I'm really, really grateful for because he taught me the importance of, of course, the hashtag, but the impact that social media could have the potential for District 99 and all of our Toastmasters and all of our clubs. Absolutely. I am an early adopter of social media, but I know when I saw the session, I did pick up a few tips and tricks. Again, as Toastmasters, we're all lifelong learners, so there's always things that we can learn. This has been a great conversation, but I'm thinking, Glenda, if you could maybe perhaps share some tips or perhaps some do's and don'ts for members, either for their clubs or for their district or even for their personal accounts, some of the tips, some of the best practices that you can think of for social media, whether it's Facebook or Twitter. Any thoughts? Wow, I could say so much about this. One thing that I think that is really important before we post is we think about our content and who our audience is, how we're going to engage people with that post. And and I'm speaking, of course, on behalf of Toastmasters, but also just as, as individuals, as professionals. Something for all of us to remember when we're behind the screen, the power, the absolute power that we have, I think that we can all recognize that you see different posts that people have made. And I I think people collect a lot of courage behind the screen. And, And sometimes we can even perhaps become, you know, engaged in a sort of a a mob mentality. You know, it could be negativity about some political thing or some type of content that, you know, we're really passionate about. So of anything that I've learned, and I I think we've all probably posted things that you think later, oh my, you know, I shouldn't maybe have posted that. That's how I would really like to, to close is for us to remember when we're posting, how important it is that we're we're putting our message out to the world and the power that we have to make a difference with our message. Another tool that's really great resource for us as Toastmasters is that Toastmasters International also has a Facebook page, a Twitter page, a LinkedIn page. In fact, there's even an official member Toastmasters Facebook page, and it is an invaluable resource because you've got Toastmasters across the globe that are sharing, whether it be situations within their clubs or their districts. So I really have learned a lot from Toastmasters International social media platforms. Yeah, that's great. So the districts themselves can share on those pages, and then anything that you find on those pages that are relevant to your district or to your clubs, you can also share on your pages as well. Absolutely. And we have indeed benefited by being able to share a lot of amazing videos that Toastmasters International has shared on, whether it be YouTube videos or on LinkedIn. And then the other aspect of that is being able to share that content, but also to be able to connect with other Toastmasters and districts across the world, Greg. That's a great idea. I mean, it's great when you go places and that you have you make some new friends. It makes it a lot easier, especially when you get there. 
I cannot believe how many friends and fellow Toastmasters that when I attended the conference in Las Vegas last year, and now I've got people that I can't wait to meet again when we are going to Vancouver for the 2017 Toastmasters International Convention. There's a certainly a big difference between hitting the add friend button and actually making the real friends at Toastmasters International. In my travels, I've been really, really fortunate to meet Toastmasters from around the world. I even meet them even on the podcasts. I've met them at the international conventions. I've met them in the strangest places simply because I'm wearing my Toastmasters pin. And then all of a sudden, you find this natural camaraderie and you become friends. So I'm hoping that no matter where I go, I will find Toastmasters. Well, Glenda, it's been a pleasure. Our time is now coming to an end. If you could share with us one little last tip or one last thought that you can leave us with. Yes, Greg. If I'd like to encourage that if there are any districts out in the Toastmaster world, if you haven't got a social media manager, I think that it would be great if if somebody that has a passion for the internet, for the social media world, to be the first person to volunteer for your district because you can truly make a difference by connecting with the Toastmaster world, but really make a difference for your members, your clubs, and your district. And you certainly have that passion because it seems that D99 is everywhere. And you're right, there is an opportunity for other districts to to raise that profile. And just finally, how can people get a hold of you or how can people reach you? Well, on District 99, Toastmasters can be found on Facebook, of course, by just in the search by District 99 Toastmasters, as well as on LinkedIn and on Twitter at Toastmasters D99. Or if you check out the hashtag D99TM, you will find District 99 Toastmasters. Excellent. Add the hashtag Toastmasters on everything you do. That, I believe, is a universal hashtag. Glenda Shear, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. It's really been my honor to be on Toastcaster Podcast with you, Greg. Thanks again for this wonderful opportunity. My pleasure. Once again, this is Greg Gazin. We appreciate you tuning in. Now, I'm not sure how you joined us, whether you joined us through directly through Toastcaster.com or iTunes, but either way, you can pick up the podcasts there. If you really enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate if you took a moment to leave us some feedback on iTunes because it really helps with our ratings. Plus, also feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what types of things you're interested in, what your Toastmaster specialty is, or what kinds of things you like to speak about. And perhaps maybe we'll even have you on the show. This is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. This episode was sponsored by Corey Outsmarts the Butterflies, a new book by Greg Gazin, geared to ages 8 to 80. Whether you want to improve your speaking skills or build your confidence, this short read is suitable for all ages. It's available at outsmartingthebutterflies.com. <laughs>